So hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's your girl Jestria. Uh 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 uh. How we doing today? How we doing today? How we doing today? So today you guys, today's podcast is gonna be on marriage. And <laughs> I feel like I can go talk about this because I had a husband. I had a husband. <laughs> and our marriage sucked. It was, ooh, so I'm going to be debunking marriage or talking a part of my shit about marriage because I feel like y'all need to know. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so on a serious note, though, you guys, um, welcome back. <laughs> um, If you're not following me on Instagram and Twitter, you're, you're missing out. So follow me at justria underscore underscore, and that's spelled J-U-S-T. D-R-I-A underscore underscore. You feel me? Get it popping. I mean, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> um, follow me on Snapchat at just 96 Um, do not forget to follow me on Spotify, Real Talk with Just Drea. I'm telling you that's the move that you should be trying to do out here in these streets. If you're not doing it, you're missing out. Um, This is where my other podcast comes to from my anchor. You feel me? Um, What else? And um, I honestly want to say Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Don't have no Facebook. Oh, follow me on YouTube. Just Drea. J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A. Just Drea, you guys. Because that's where I get it popping at. For the most part, and I talk about other stuff that's important, if it makes any sense, or semi-important, and it's a lot more friendlier because I have to be on YouTube. So yeah, um, I am my own sponsor, of course. So make sure you follow me. Ooh, I can't do that no more. Okay, so let's talk about marriage. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I want to talk about my marriage, but I already said this is what the podcast going to be about. And I don't want to like stray away from topics like this, but I don't think some of y'all, I think some of y'all don't ex husband. I really do, and I can't have it, so, <laughs> we're not going to talk about marriage today, you guys, I thought we was going to talk about marriage today, but we just not, <laughs> um, we going to talk about being a sugar baby, yes, fuck we are, so you guys, let's pop into it, so you guys, if you did not know, now you know, but I used to be a sugar baby, like an active sugar baby. I am not what they call, not a retired sugar baby, but a sugar baby when needy. <laughs> so what does that mean? I am a sugar baby when I don't feel like spending my money. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, poor behavior. It isn't. <laughs> um, I know some of y'all are like, that is prostitution. You hoes need to be locked up. I know y'all want to say that so bad. 
it's okay. Get you a bag. But, um, <laughs> I make myself laugh. I'm so sorry. Whew, I'm not sorry. So, let's go get into it. <laughs> um, so first off, starting off, I want to say being a sugar baby is not what most people think it is. Most people think that most sugar babies fuck for their money. I can tell you right now, not every sugar daddy makes their sugar baby fuck for money. I know y'all be like, oh, that's what you hope say now. But it's certain sugar babies who can get the benefit of the doubt without actually having to hump the hunch stuff, you know, whatever. Because at one point, I had a sugar daddy who... I never put out, but I would get like $800 a week because I was I was suspended. Meaning that when we would, meaning that he would pay me $800 a week. And since he was like a business partner or whatever in his firm and his business. Can't tell you what business, but used to be on his arm. But just dress up. Go out, do my hair, feel me, hair, heels, makeup, $800 a week. Whew, I boosted that money. Just think about it. Made so much fucking money. <sighs> Hurt my feelings. And I did not have to sleep with him. He just had, like, a thing for me. Like, I feel like if you find a sugar daddy that has a thing for you, you can get money out of them without you really, truly having to hunch them. Some sugar daddies, they might give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but they're going to make you fuck at some point in time. Like, even the sugar daddies that don't want to fuck up front and want to wait, and take their time, you're still going to have to hunch at some point unless you cut them off before you get to that point. And some chicken daddies be so scorned that they be like, you got to do this, you got to do that to prove who you are. (laughs) And I'm telling you, it's not a world that you want to be in if you're sensitive. So, um... What I mean, it's not a word that you want to be in if you're sensitive. If you're a soft-ass bitch or crybaby-ass type person, being a chick baby is not where you want to be at in life. And I'm telling you that it's not where you want to be at in life because if you sit there and you think in your head that, oh my gosh, I'm just going to go sit there and I'm going to go whatever, like sometimes you will cry as a sugar baby because you're depending on other people to go give you your weekly allowance or what they promise you. If you're not willing to get stiffed or bucked one time, please don't go out there because you will lose your ever flipping mind. Like, I remember when I first started being a sugar baby. I didn't know that you could get stiffed out there, right? So it was this one dude who um was like, oh, I'm going to pay you for some pictures, right? And it was just headshots. And he never sent me my money, but I had some in the pictures, right? And <laughs> he ain't never sent my pictures. And then two weeks later, it was like a picture of me, like on the same place, like him pretending to be me. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> you feel me? And sometimes on these, where you go at online, you will see like, some people who do fraud will be like, oh, I'm a sugar daddy. I can go give you this. Just give me your bank information. I'd be like, sir, you're doing fraud. No way, Jose. Because I learned 
a long time ago. <laughs> that as a sugar baby, if they cannot give you cash in hand, PayPal, Zelle, or something like that, they don't need your um information when it comes down to stuff like that. People always want to say, oh, what if they need my bank information? They don't need it. I... They don't cash a phony check or take out all the money that's in your account and zip. It's not what you think it is. No, don't be silly. At the end of the if they say, oh, you got to go buy this and go do that, you don't have to do nothing, okay? The sugar daddy relationship and sugar baby relationship is very sacred. I feel like if you have a sugar daddy, nobody should know who your sugar daddy is. Or even be able to identify who they are in public unless they've been seen out with you. And even then, I'll be telling people, like, that's my boyfriend. Because it's believable because I've always dated older men, especially in their well-off 40s and 50s and 60s. (laughs) Like, without the money. So, I'm telling you, nobody has to know that is your business. Keep it to yourself. Because if people find out that you have a sugar daddy... And you tell people to have a sugar daddy, a lot of them like discreet and quietness. Like they don't like people up in their face. And a really good sugar daddy will take you out on a date the first time and pay for like a whole meal and stuff like that for you and take you home or send you home or like y'all meet up or something like that. So I can discuss exactly what it is that y'all want. Um just a quick tidbit. If you want to be a successful sugar baby, I would suggest that you come up with the terms of that you like. Like for me, I'll be telling like I'll be telling dudes who want to be my sugar daddy, like, look, this is what it is, this is what it's not gonna be, it's what I can do, it's what I cannot do. And you have to have boundaries because if you don't give them boundaries, they'll always cross them. Um, what is a no-no that I've learned, not me personally, but from other women is when they sugar daddies get too close and they start becoming splendid daddies and they still stick around, you have to draw a line in the sand. You have to keep the relationship professional at all times. I don't care if you start liking him or none of that because what's going to happen is they're going to start giving you less and less money and then they're still going to try to turn it into a relationship where it'll be a regular relationship. So where you must get probably like $500 or $1,000 a month and it becomes $400 or whatever your arrangement is depending on what kind of sugar daddy you are, the sugar daddy that you have, right? To just be my girlfriend. And then you're not getting nothing no more. And you initially came in there with sugar baby, sugar daddy relationships. And you're like, what is that supposed to imply and hold on to? That a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship implies and holds on to the ideology foundation of this is what I want and need. This is what I would like. Meaning, uh, meaning in so many words. That you're stepping out and you're saying, hey, you have the money, I have the service that you want. Whatever that service is, whatever service that you acquire or that you have for yourself, that is what it's going to be about. And some people hunch, some people don't. So people who are hunching make a lot more money 
I'm not gonna lie, people who aren't hunching barely make any money. And even then, like everybody has different prices. You need to have a set price. Like, and I would suggest you don't go in there lowballing your shit, acting like you don't know what the fuck is up. Cause you need to be very precise and direct with them. Don't play with them, don't do nothing. But you like, but you have to be nice. You don't have to be a damn thing. You just gotta do your job. And I know it sounds crazy, like, what do you mean I just have to do my job? You just have to do your job, like, whatever y'all agree to, like, whatever terms y'all come down to. Like, I had one sugar daddy. Um, He was really handsome. He looked really young. He looked like he could be early 30s, but he was in his 50s. <laughs> and um, one of our agreements was he would have sex twice a month, and I would be his, you know, little... Barbie doll, right? And where he would dress me up and send me out to go to places with him, or I would dress up and I would get cute, you feel me? Makeup, all everything, like it had to be a certain way. And I would get him jobs a month day. I was like, that is nothing. I get to play dress up, I get to do this. I didn't, we didn't discuss phone calls and the constant calling. It didn't end up working out. Um, it didn't work out. We ended up breaking off because he broke his promise on like certain things when it came down to like communications and things of that nature. So when it came down to that, it was kind of tough. Um, finding a sugar daddy is very hard. It's not as easy as everybody tries to make it seem out to be. It's extremely hard. It is toughity, tough, tough, tough. People be like, people be like. What do you mean it's tough? It's not easy. Like, sugar daddies have gang right now. Like, they literally look at the videos that people post of them talking about their sugar daddies. Like, and now they're demanding more. They're wanting more. They're no longer sitting back saying, all right, cool, let's just sit here and uh, talk it out. No, they want action now because they feel like they're spending money on you and people are finessing their way out of stuff. So that's another thing. Um, what else do I want to say? Be safe with it. Um, make sure that you always have a way back home or that you have money in your account before you go out doing these endeavors because you could get left anywhere or you could get kicked out or something could happen and then now you SOL you, and you over here wondering like, what is us going to do? What is us going to do? The whole entire time you sitting there, you struggling, wondering like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. And you and you looking dumb. So make sure that you always have money to get back home. Make sure you always have a way to get back home. Make sure that you have protection on whether it be mace or anything, because anything could go wrong. And make sure that you're ready at any point in time to leave. And if you don't feel comfortable, speak up. Um Yeah. So these are just some tips on how to be a decent sugar baby. I'm not finna give out all my secrets on what I do, but just know and just do it because you want to do it. Have some thick skin because people going to sit there, call you a whore, a prostitute, a slut, whatever the fuck they want to call you, but they're not paying your fucking bills. They won't even donate to you 
baby, give you money to go get out of anything. They just want to talk. And nine out of ten people who the main people who sit there and bash your babies or people who do whatever they do for their money is the main people who are fucking miserable because they're doing some shit they really don't want to do. Like, i.e., it's some motherfuckers right now who, if they could... <laughs> They would be sugar babies and strippers and all types of shit to make extra money. Because in their mind, they feel like they have to do the right thing or the good thing. So they ain't really wilding out like they want to. So whatever your moral compass is or whatever, save the judgment for your mammy. You feel me? Do what you got to do to make your money. Live your best life and be happy with it in everything that you do. Don't sit there trying to please people because I tell you, I've been a sugar baby. I've had an OnlyFans and that shit is tough. You feel me? And people will constantly look at you and try to belittle you or make you feel small. But in reality, the fuck they they over there making you feel small because you do stuff that it takes to go pay your bills. And I want to go, while I'm on here, uh, a little side hustles on how to get you some extra money. Having an OnlyFans is not easy. I know people make it seem like it's easy and it's just this fun type of thing. <laughs> it's expensive. Um, And when I say it's expensive, I mean like... In order to have, like, new content, unless you already have, like, all this stuff, freaky type stuff up in your closet. And I say, like, up in your closet. Um, let me rephrase that. OnlyFans, if you're doing it on a sexual level and not a, um educational level and anything like that, it is hard, okay? Because you have to come to grips that... People pay for your shit, but they could literally take your shit at any given moment and go put it anywhere in the whole entire world. It's almost like it's almost like you recording yourself having sex with somebody and then they go take it and go put it on Pornhub. And next thing you know, they make it thousands of dollars off of it, hundreds of dollars off of it because the Pornhub gets paid by the views. It's kind of like the same thing, except for Pornhub is free and they get paid for the views. You... Somebody pays for one month subscription and they, people pay, the more money people pay, like if you charge, put your shit at $10 or $20, they expect you to show everything, you feel me? They want to see videos, they want to see this, they want to be in group chats, they want to be all types of stuff and sometimes your number even get leaked, you feel me? Because I had it and like people from my OnlyFans was calling me like, oh, what you trying to do? And I was like, huh? It was like, what you trying to do? I was like, sir, who is this? They were like, I just messaged you. I just tipped you. And guess what? You will get taxed on your OnlyFans. It's not like, um, how do I explain it? It's like a real job. You feel me? But it's an independent contract. So you have to have to compete against so many girls. And It'd be some girls who really go in there and wild the fuck out, like, and show everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that, I don't know, I had to kind of stop because I didn't like it. It hurt my feelings. Um, People was giving my information. Um, People was very, being very demanding. 
for $10 a month, right? <laughs> um, You had to, like, deal with, like, the creepos, you feel me? But I feel like you got to deal with perverts anyway. But they was, like, being OG creepos. You got to be able to mentally stomach that shit. Um, It's a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> people never tell you this shit, but, like, I got a homegirl. She got her OnlyFans. I heard was this, like, cosplay, right? Like, sensual cosplay. And I fuck with it so much. For $24.99 a month, I fuck with this. Um, <laughs> so her cosplays are really pretty. And I call her my wife, okay? As um, we joke around a lot about it, but it be people who be having her number. And they'll call her, like, randomly. They'll do a whole bunch of weird shit. And you will be like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on, right? Why is she charging $25, right? Um, They take a lot of money out of our shit. Like, they was texting us like we were single mothers, right? Like, like we ain't have no kids. So, and people was demanding stuff and getting really disrespectful. And so, me and my wife had a conversation one day. and. She was like, yeah, I was in a grocery store and somebody recognized me from off my own fans. And they just like came to me and we got really disrespectful. So I said, what is that supposed to mean? She was like, oh, they just like kind of like OD tried it. And I said, what is that supposed to mean? She was like, oh, you know, like it was just fucking with me, like trying to be like, oh, make it clap in your cosplay. Like you do it for them. Why can't you do it right now? And I was like, that's really disrespectful. She was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, that got to be tough. She was like, yeah. She was like, she was like, now nah, I see why you stopped. I was like, eh, you know, I just couldn't deal with people having my number. You feel me? <laughs> like, you have my number, you calling me, blowing my shit up, you feel me? Being really disrespectful. I had to block like 20 fucking numbers. Like, that shit is tough. And uh, them taxes is hurt in my pockets real, real bad. And the you can't cash out till you get like $20. But they be taxing you hard. So, like, just because somebody paid for a $10 subscription, you probably see seven of that, right? You're like, oh, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. But. <laughs> The more money you make, right, the more money I pay on your taxes. Because, I don't know, it's just really weird. Like, the payoff wasn't really worth it. Like, you have to, like, really, if you want to see some money, you have to probably, like, charge 10 right? Now, probably get, like, at least 20 people. But people don't be paying for that stuff because a lot of times they be um exposing and taking stuff and then sharing it amongst their group chat. Like, so it's just one person paying for it. So trying to get people is hard. Especially when they think that what you're doing is whole behavior. Oof, that is hard. <laughs> like, it's not like you get, oh, I want to get this. I want to go get that. You have to post daily. You have to be creative. You have to stand out from the crowd because you have to find out what your whole niche is. Because I know certain people who you'll see them and they'll have like a hundred posts, right? And like 200 people. 
And then if they don't post like at least every day of the month, they'll just drop off and then guess what? That money is gone. And I'm like, I can't do that. You feel me? Like, I'm not that creative to give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's a no for me. <laughs> so, when it comes down to it, you guys, these are just some things or some debunking things about sugar babies and OnlyFans. It does not make you a whore, all right? Because I know some people who are OnlyFans for other reasons. I know some of y'all are like, but that's whore behavior, right? It isn't. It's a job. <laughs> All right, it's almost like being a stripper, but I know some of y'all don't respect strippers anyway, so fuck it. Um, so yeah, that's the truth about OnlyFans. You really don't make no money unless you got like fan fans, and all you keep fans fans up is if you posting like every fucking day and like engaging and being engaging full and actually being able to take people's demands, even though they barely paying for shit, <laughs> and you have to be able to deal with the creeps. So, people basically saying, like, oh, how much is going to be? And, like, if you can tell with, like, the numbers being leads, when it comes down to being a sugar baby, it breaks down to, can you trust this person to pay you on time? Can you trust this person to do right by you? Can you trust this person to keep their word? Are you safe? Are you in safe hands? Are you in the right people's hands? Because I've been in the presence of racists, right? Like, a full racist, like, lynching niggas and shit. And I had to leave. Because I was just seeing too many... I just saw too much stuff. Like, when I got to where I was going, it was the Confederate flag. It was a picture of him hanging somebody. I was like, I got to go. This ain't it. Like, I literally... Was like, oh, let me go freshen up, grab a bag, looked outside the window. Yeah, I did ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really had to like climb out the window because I was like, I refuse to be somebody's dead person. I ain't this bitch. So, this whole life is not as glamorous as it seems. I know people talk about like how they get money, Louis bags, working bags, and shit like that, but. It really isn't fun. It isn't great. Like, I feel like if you're promiscuous or you like to have sex or you like the idea of being whatever, then that's for you. If you like to be, like, round, like, teasy, flirty, sexy, then, yeah, it's for you. But you still got to be safe because even if you're doing it just to make some extra money or because you just like, you know, doing that, but you don't like spending your own money, you like spending other people's money, other people spending money on you, it's still a hard-ass job and it's very dangerous. It's a very dangerous job. <laughs> and I would tell people to be careful out there because some people don't know boundaries and some people will be, like, really on your ass. And that's just on period. Anyways, that's this podcast. I know I said I was going to talk about marriage, but I respect my husband too much. And I respect well, my ex-husband and everything that we have too much to, like, really go into details about it. <laughs> like, because this is the podcast. I say what the fuck I want to say. And I don't want to say one thing and I got to explain everything else of what happened. So we just gonna leave him right there. He's okay. 
he's fine. He's still making money. Um, and I just don't want to make him a target for all the gold digging whores. Mm-hmm. Cause that was my husband. And I know how much money he still makes to this day, because we still talk about it. Um so yeah. Make sure you guys follow me on YouTube, just Tria. Um, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter, just Tria, two underscores. Make sure you follow me on Snapchat, just Tria 96. Make sure you follow me on Spotify, Real Talk with Tria. And also, 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 do not fucking forget to share this podcast or listen to it. And share it and like it. And then go stalk me on social media and everywhere else.